Country Round Guy Radio is uh, Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. We have an exciting announcement. We are partnering with the Kyoto Eagles to bring games uh, Mondays and Tuesdays or Wednesdays. And anything that's not a Friday night, we're going to uh, home game. We're going to be here covering it because they didn't have any coverage. We are here with the girls basketball coach. Can you introduce yourself, coach? Uh, Jeff Sprouse. Jeff Sprouse. Now, this you have a game with L&M tonight? Yes, that is correct. Uh, this isn't your first game this year, is it? Nope, this will be our third. Okay, so how, how is it going so far? Well, we started off there a week and a half ago uh, in a two-day tournament. Uh, took on Highland and Lone Tree. Uh, Highland uh, really took it to us and pounded on us pretty good. Um, we found out some things that we got to get better. Um, we know we're not the, the biggest team in the world, and size was a challenge for the, in that game, and we have to adjust how we uh, maybe approach the defensive end uh, to, to maybe how uh, how we can maybe control some of that. Uh, so the next night, we went in on Saturday, played Lone Tree, um, kind of changed the philosophy a little bit, uh, came out. We ended up losing by two in the last, uh, last minute or so. Uh, but uh, we played a lot better, didn't turn the ball over as much, and, uh, you know, kind of adjusted for our height challenges um, with a little bit more uh, up-tempo and, and kind of getting out and guarding a little bit more. Well, just, let's quick go over your talent. Let's start with the, the seniors, the juniors, the returning players uh, uh, that from last year that you're going to be dependent on. Yeah, we got uh, three seniors uh, this year, uh, Mason McDonald, uh, Nicole Clarahan, and uh, Taylor Garman. Uh, they've been with us here for, for four years. Uh, they were kind of the beginning there back four years ago when we had five girls. Uh, we played the entire year with five five or six. Uh, you know, I, I gave them a lot of credit because they could have turned tail and ran that night or season. And, uh, you know, so they're here for their final season. Uh, Nicole and, and uh, uh, Macy's kind of an outside threat. Nicole's kind of an inside uh 15 foot and in, and Taylor is an outside shooter. So, you know, those three are our, our seniors. We don't have any juniors uh, this year, so we got uh, four sophomores uh, that are coming back and four freshmen that joined the program this year. So it sounds like you're kind of a young team with a little bit of veteran leadership. We, we are young. Yes, we are very young. There's many times that uh, it'll be freshmen, sophomores on the floor. and uh, But, you know, it's not an excuse. We've got to get after it. And, and the girls have to learn that, uh, you know, regardless of what we do, when we do it, and, you know, that's that's what we have, you know, as the cards were dealt. So, uh, uh, well, I just go over the, the, the game same way I go with all the coaches. Uh, first question, who do you got that can get you some points in the paint underneath the basket? Who is your presence in the middle? There? Well, that that's that's a great question you asked that because I told the girls the other day, I said, when we're standing there and I'm the tallest one of all of us, uh, not good with my whole five whopping five seven. So uh, it's kind of by committee. Uh, you know, we got to do a little more flashing in the inside uh, and attack an offensive rebound from about all five positions. And, you know, the girls are learning that. You know, we had to replace Taylor Kindred last year. Taylor was an outstanding inside presence for us, uh, was leading uh, scorer and rebounder, actually led the conference in rebounding last year. Um, so we're trying to make up for her at, uh, at six foot and, and with a bunch of five seven, five five girls. So. Well, let, let's talk about the outside game, not the three, just the three-point shooters, sure. but the, the perimeter shooters, the jump shooters, everything outside the free throw line. Yep. Yeah, we, uh, we we like to spread it out, and we're not afraid to put it up. Uh, you know, we'll play three a lot of basic three- and four-guard sets. Um, you know, the green light, you're open, it's going up. And uh, whether it's uh, Kimberly Clarahan or uh, Grace Conger, sophomores, Macy is a senior, you know, Taylor coming off the bench as a senior, uh, you know, you're open, we're shooting it. Because, you know, it, it, the longer you hold it, and obviously this year with the shot clock, you know, you got to get up and down. And, and our game is going to have to be fast-paced. It can't be slow. That way you hopefully can avoid some of that uh, that 
big pounding inside. Well, uh, let's talk about the defense. Who's your rebounders? Who's your shot blockers? Who's your disruptors? That you've got, you know, uh, you know. So far, it's been it's been kind of a uh, by committee, and you know, it, which is which is actually good. I mean, you don't have to depend on anybody, but yet on the other hand, you don't have that hammer in the back that uh, that'll that'll be an eraser if there's a problem. Uh, you know, so in our full court stuff, you know, we've been we've been pretty lucky. Uh, Grace Grace Conger and Macy have been doing a really good job getting hands on steals. You know, Grace is averaging four or five a game, and Macy's getting getting three. So you know, between that, you know, there's there's seven seven opportunities. Um, you know, now on the shot blocking side of it. We're we're not probably going to be able to do too much now. Last year, Taylor broke the school record single season with shot blocks, so it's kind of going to be the exact opposite, you know. So, so missing her is going to be be huge in that aspect. Well, a lot of coaches I talk about. I mean, I remember talking to Mark Stale, his football coach, last year, and I said, "Well, what kind of offense?" Well, last year we had the personnel we could pass a lot, and we passed a lot. This year. We got the personnel to run a lot, so we're going to run a lot, you know. Yep. And that's what you have to do yep, is, is adjust to what what the players that you have we, can we, do. We, we need to spread the court out, be able to attack, get downhill, um, get to the free throw line. Well, you mentioned the shot clock, and uh, you kind of stole the thunder out of this question I'm about to ask you, but but we do have a shot clock this year. Correct. And and not only how is it going to change what you do, but how is it going to change some of the, the teams that you're playing? I've, I've told the girls, I said, to us, it's a huge advantage, and we have to use it to our advantage. Uh, because you're not going to be able to hold the ball, hold the ball, hold the ball, and then kind of pound us inside type thing. So if we, you know, can, can shave some time off in backcourt, whether you're, you know, heavy pressure or light pressure, you know, get into front court pressure them a little bit, pretty soon the shot clock's already run halfway down. You know, they may be only reverse it once or twice. You know, you can hold on a little bit. And if you stand there and let them run for 30, 40 seconds without doing anything, yeah, you can probably find a hole and pound us. So, you know, to us, the idea is to get up and go as fast as we can, and, and hopefully the shot clock never becomes an issue for us offensively. You know, a, lot, a lot of coaches are telling me what they like about it is they only got to play defense for 30 seconds you know what i mean sure. instead of a minute and a half like i, I don't uh, uh danville last year i mean you could plant corn and harvest it by the time the game was over they held the ball all the time multiple minutes every single drive. I, th I think it's an excellent thing i know there's a lot of cost for a lot of schools to to, to be able to handle this it's hard on the scores bench and, and the schools and that so forth but you know i think for the kids sake itself and for the the fluidity of the game it's an excellent excellent choice um you know we're going to be able to utilize it to our advantage i know i don't see us ever having it unless for some crazy reason we get you know getting a bind but we're going to try and get it up before it goes i know the boys are going to be the same way so uh you know if you get two passes you get a good shot my goodness we better be taking it well it, it, um let, tell me this is a non-conference game you're playing tonight yep uh, against L&M. Yes. Uh, what do you know about this team? They're a little different than they were last year. Last year they were very, very large. But, uh, you know, we'll probably see some, some you know, 2-3 zone kind of closing down using their length and some size they still have. Uh, so we're going to have to be able to knock down shots. There, there will be some gaps out there. We've got to hit the gaps and be able to step into it and shoot it. Um, but, you know, we also need to speed the game up a little bit. Um, you know, make them move, you know, hopefully maybe get them a little discombobulated as they're, you know, in their offensive sets and maybe be able to steal a few baskets here or there and, and see where we end up. Are they the same class of school as you or are they a little higher? They're a little bigger. Yeah, that, I thought they were yep, a little. Yep, little... yep. They, they, they'd be a class up. And, and uh, so, you know, this will this will be a good challenge for us tonight, you know, and, and it can't hurt, you know, to, to play to play good teams to be able to, to, to get better for the end of the year. And, and uh, you know, we can't dwell on tonight because we turn around and play again tomorrow night. And, uh, you know, so. Tonight, tonight will be a, a, a great challenge for us, you know, because of size and, and, uh, and scale. But, uh, you know, if we get up and down the court, I think we'll be all right. We've just got to hang in there for four quarters. Well, we, we've got uh, up to seven non-conference games this year versus, I believe, two last year. 
or at least with the boys was around two. Yeah, we had I think we had four or five last year. So yeah, we've got a couple more this couple year. Couple more. Yep. So who did you schedule for those non-conference games, and what did you select those teams? <laughs> actually, uh, Coach Stout actually did that through his AD job. Uh, so we're basically we're playing most everybody's from the uh, Super Conference. Uh, so we're playing pretty much almost everybody in the North. Uh, I think there's about five, five, five of the seven that are in the north we're playing. So we're kind of a quasi member of the Super Conference, I guess, if you want to say that. Well, that's a, it's, it's a, uh, that, that, that's a tough division up there. Yeah, yes, it is. Uh, keep um, you, keep you on your toes, but it'll also. I, I, I tell him, I said, I always, I joked with him. I said sometimes we need to look at the old uh, Bill Snyder uh, School of Scheduling when he built K State down there back 17, 20, 25 years ago. Is as you find the games that you can win and, and play and work your way up. But instead, we're going to jump right in and, and, and go to town. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Well, what is this Kyoto uh, home home court like? And, and uh, what do you like about playing here? And how much support do you have in the community? Oh, we always have plenty of support, regardless, win or lose. We're, we've got we've got everybody uh, that, you know, that comes and supports the girls. Um, you know, we've been pretty lean with, 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 the, with the girls' numbers. Boys here have always been really strong. Um, the girls, you know, it's just kind of a kind of a – an opportunity to build and, and the, the challenge is just trying to string a couple, three classes together, you know, of, of having enough girls uh, to be able to, to really get after it. So, uh, you know, I think today as we sit here, you know, yeah, we got support. Now we just got to follow through and, you know, give them something good to cheer about. Well, we've been to, uh, on the pregame show sponsored by the Kelowna uh, Physical Therapy of Kelowna, Iowa. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. I am here with Andy McGuire as Physical Therapy Services of Kelowna presents the Kyoto Girls Basketball Game. This is between uh, Kyoto and Ellen M., uh, the Kyoto Girls Eagles, uh, as uh, Round Guy Radio has uh, partnered with the Kyoto Eagles to be the voice of the Kyoto Eagles uh, early seat, early week games. Uh, welcome program, man. It's been a while. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. Good to see you again. Well, uh, who are some of the girls that you uh, uh, are looking to in this game? Well, we got Kyoto going. Yeah, we're getting ready to tip here. Number four is Grace Conger. Um, we have number uh, 24, Ava Griner. Number uh, 32 is Macy McDonald, a senior. Number 10, Kimberly Clarahan. And number 12 is uh, Nicole Clarahan. So a couple of familiar names um, this year from last year. We'll see how we get going here. Well, we got the shot clock down to 16. L&M has the ball. They are the Falcons. Number 12 is driving the lane, gets the shot up. It's a little bit off. Uh, it tipped out of bounds. Looks like it stays L&M's ball. Yeah, the first uh, possession of the season with the new shot clocks up. Uh, shot clocks look nice. We got her down to seven on that one and uh, got the reset on the tip out of bounds. So everything seems to be working okay here. Well, who is this number 12? She seems to be quite active with the ball for us. Yeah, you bet. Nicole Clarahan, as I said, she was, you know, one of two seniors uh, on the floor right now. All right, the ball's inbounded. Number 42, that is Megan Morgan Stretcher. She dishes it off to number 12. And shot clock violation. It was a shot clock. That, did, it. Yeah. that didn't take long to come into play. Now we just need to figure out how to shut the, the buzzer off. Yeah, that buzzer sound is quite uh, uh, quite annoying. Well, they're working on that. Uh, goodness gracious, I think we're going to take a little break here. Well, we got the sound uh, back off, and we're back uh, live here. Number 32, who is this inbound on the ball? Uh, number 32, that's Macy McDonald. She's okay. the other senior on the floor She's, right now. She inbounds it to number 10. Who's that? That's Kimberly Clarahan. Softball. All right. Well, it's not surprising me with the Clarahan's. 
She was driving through. Looks like there was a foul. Looks like a charging. Dribble out of bounds there, yeah. Kiora's had that issue, getting the ball across the timeline. We'll see how that plays out the rest of the game and the rest of the season. Well, Louisa Muscatine's at their second shot at it. They're at the top of the key. Yeah. She's dribbling, uh, trying to penetrate. Looks like she gets around, gets picked up, and uh, the hoop. And there's the first score of the game. Uh, Kyoto's on a, a fast pace trying to push the ball downfield. Yeah. They're in there. Uh, looks like the ball's intercepted. It's number 12 for uh, Louisa Muscatine. She's all over everything tonight. Yeah, she's pushing the ball pretty well. Handles it real nice. Louisa Muscatine has some good size. So a little high post action here. Well, they are setting up, and uh, the ball's been passed around the top of the key, number 12 to number 4. It's an outside shot. It's a little short. And the rebound by number 10. Now, that's a, is that the Clarehand yeah, girl? Yeah, that's, that's Kimberly Clarehand right there. Did a nice job. Good outside. Uh, looks like she's open for a three, maybe. Yep, uh, on the block. Pass, pass over here to 32. She takes a three. Hits a rim. Rebounded by Louisa Muscatine. And number yeah. 10 there. Oh, number 12. She's back on the ball for Louisa Muscatine. She is the general of this team. There's no question about Not it. Not at all. She's, she's a good player. She penetrates. She takes it all the way to the basket and scores. Right. Well, going to have to get a body in front of that. calls a timeout uh, to try and uh, get things uh, figured out here because they are uh, struggling. Yeah, I guess that, we would say. that's right. You know, a good timeout from Coach Sprouse there. Got to cut that runner off. Get get a body on her and uh, get the rebound off of that. So. Well, I don't know. They don't need to slow down a little bit. They're, they're they're trying so hard to push the ball down there. They're almost getting ahead of the team, aren't they? Yeah, I think, you know, first game jitters are probably playing into the the, the minds of the Kyoto girls. And we'll get settled in here and we'll see what we can do to defend. You know, this pretty deep looks like uh, Louisa Muscatine Falcon girl squad. Well, we are, uh, I want to mention Brothers Market of Sigourney. Iowa. They are helping us with this coverage tonight and bringing you the first quarter action. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Rick Landry would honor that 50 cent wing thing. If we get 50 points for this from the Kyoto girls, do we get free free wings? Oh, or, or oh. discounted wings? Maybe not free, but discounted anyhow. Yeah, them wings are hard to get. They're kind of they used to be cheap, but now they're expensive. Okay. Well, number 10 over to 32 on the outside. She's at the top of the key. Moves it to number four. Number 10. The ball's moving around. She's penetrating a little bit. Looks like a three. A little bit uh, off. The ball's out of bounds. Looks like uh, stays in Kyoto's yeah, control. Yeah, Grace Conger pulled the trigger on the three there. Getting ready to inbound for Macy McDonald here. Well, it doesn't look like Kyoto's even making much of an effort to, to push the ball inside, are they? Not so much, you know. And you kind of understand it when you see the lineup. When you There's see a three-pointer. It's up. Oh, and it's just a little too far. Recovered by Louisa Muscatine, and number 12 drives the ball down again. Yeah, he's over to number 10 here. The ball's on the inside. Now, they work the ball inside and outside, and, and uh, they seem to set things up a little bit more. Number 10 has the ball on the right side, back at the top of the key, number 12. Yep. Kyoto's running a little matchup defense. They look like they're setting a pick here. She's moving around, trying to penetrate. Great pickup by Kyoto's defense. And there it is, the first deal for Kyoto. And the ball's going the other direction. Here's uh, number 12. She was down in the lower back of the top of the key trying to set something up. The ball's in uh, on the far side, down by the basket. She's a little penetration. Move back to number 10. She takes a three, and she hits it. That's one very nice shot out there. Had the open look and knocked it down. 
Well, she gets us three-fourths the way back to the lead. It's four to three right now. Eliza Musk, yeah, and there's another steal. Yeah. A quick action. Kyoto is on fire. And there's another three, thumbs up. Oh, just way high. Well, I'd like to see him just try some jump shots or anything. That was yeah. rebounded by Louisa Muscatine. They are they are a much more, uh, I guess, orderly team when they come down. They, yeah. they don't seem to be trying to push hard to get to the basket. Yeah, they definitely look like a group that knows what they want to do. They get in their half court set. and they, well, this they, number, uh, they push the ball inside to number 21. She gets a shot off. But number 10 gets underneath it. That's a clear hand girl. She grabs the rebound, and we are looking for a conversion that will put Coyote Eagles in their first lead of the game. There's a ball inside. Nice, nice, nice. She gets it up, and it's in. That's a good little cut there from uh, Grace Conger. Good to see her making a, a, a cut to the basket. And uh, a good pass from Kimberly Clarehan. Well, they, they moved the ball around and got the ball into, into position there. That was the first time we've seen yep. a – Yep. Uh, underneath the basket kind of shot. That's right. And that's what Keogh needs to do to have some success. They need to be able to move that ball with a smaller lineup, get the pass, get the lane, and uh, make some easy layups. Well, we're at uh, ahead, five to four. L&M's bringing the ball down. It looks like another another stolen pass. But the L&M gets it back. They're on a drive straight to the basket, and they miss. 32 has the ball. This is quite the pace, Dave. You know, this is a fast fire. pace. I wasn't expecting it to be this uh, – Exciting, just getting right into it. These teams are getting after it. There's a steal. Ball comes back. It looks like Kyoto has control of it again. Back into Clarahan. I'll get the I'll get the names down here, but right now I'm on the numbers. Yeah, you're doing good. Number 32, back to number 10, over to number four. She's driving a little bit, pushes it back to the top. It looks like the ball's stolen. LM's got a good basket. Oh, here comes some help. No, it, it was uh, just a little short of a shot there, and Kelona or Kyoto has the ball back. This Clarahan yeah, really all over everything. The court. They are, yep. Yeah, we got uh, Kimberly Clarahan there to Macy McDonald, back to to Grace, and up. And there's another basket for number 12. They got back inside, and they scored again. Yeah, Nicole Clarahan there with a the put back. Two of five players. Well, it's seven to five here. Here comes number 12. Looks like a very easy basket. She just took it right to the basket. Got some position on uh, Kyoto and uh, took it right in. But it's seven to six. We got a ball game on our hands. We do, absolutely. This is uh, exciting. You're up and down the court. Louisa Muscatine coach says, hey, wait a second here. Let's get ourselves composed and see what we can do here. Maybe get some subs in. Well, we have quite a bit of uh, – I'm hoping that these teams are a little deep because I don't think they can go at this pace without substituting, can they? Yeah, that's the good thing about Kyoto's team this year. I think I counted 11 on the roster. It looks to me that uh, Louisa Muscatine probably has 12 or 13 down there. So I think these girls are going to be able to push the ball and uh, maybe have some fresh bodies in there. Well, number 12 for Kyoto is Nicole Clarahan, and number 12 for Louisa Muscatine is Mackenzie Kissel. And uh, those two girls seem to be kind of the field generals. They do, yeah. I think uh, I can't speak for Eliza Muscatine, but I know on the Kyoto side, you know, Kimberly's been pushing the ball for a while now. Nicole is a senior. She's been doing a good job for, you know, her entire career playing as, I believe, a freshman all the way to senior this year. So this isn't her first time seeing a basketball court. Well, if you guys are hungry and want to do some tailgating, uh, Brothers Market of Sigourney is the place to get your goodies. That's right. Good food over there. And. As I mentioned earlier, the Sigourney Kyoto football team, if they scored 50 points, it was a discounted wings, 50-cent wings. So 
maybe Rick had honor to that for these Kyoto girls too. Well, we would be the, the, the podcast to put that information out. Well, Kyoto has the ball, number 10 to number 32, number 22 in the corner. She takes up a shot. Eh, it's a, it was just inside the three-point and missed. Uh, LN has the basket. They push the ball downfield. They get it to number 41 underneath the basket, and they take the lead, 8-7. to seven. Number 22 is Dakota Dodby, a freshman. This will be her first This Morgan Stretcher was the uh, score that. She's a big gal, and uh, she really looked good on that play. Well, number 22 was taken inside over to 32, back to number 10, back to number 4. A lot of passing, a lot of passing. They moved the ball. The coach says they just look for whoever's open, and they shoot it. There's the ball inside to number two. She looked uh, like she was going to take a pass, but got kind of defense. Number 10 back over to number 32. 32 to 10. She's at the top of the key. Not much left. Uh, the shot gets up, but it doesn't. didn't hit the rim, and that, yep. that is a 35-second violation. Yeah, there but, you see that shot clock uh, having an impact on the game. You know, two two uh, possessions lost to the shot clock violation. Yeah, I talked to the Louisa Muscatine coach before the game, and he said, uh, no, we're not doing anything different. We don't care about the shot clock. And then on the first play of the game, they violated the shot clock. But uh, here we go. Uh, turnover back to Kyoto. They've got the ball in the corner. 22 for three. It's a little bit far. And uh, a nice aggressive uh, take by number 15, Kelly Wagler of the Louisa Muscatine. That was a great uh, rebound there, I have to say. 41 on the inside. That gal, number 41, that's Megan Stretcher. She's putting some points on the board, and they take a 10 to 7 lead. Yeah, you always had a couple of good looks there before Dakota Dodd with maybe a little bit of freshman uh, well, number twenty-two, number there. four. It's another outside shot. That is, that shot hasn't gone down all game long. I don't know why they keep going at it. They get the ball back from the rebound on a steal. Number four is at the top of the key. She's dribbling around looking for somebody. Hits number twenty-four. Makes a little move to the outside. Back over here to Clarehan uh, on the. The top of the left side, uh, there is number 24. She's driving to the basket. She gets a shot off. It's under the basket and out of bounds. Louisa Muscatine ball. Forcefully putting some subs in there. Yes, he is. He, number 12. Who's he that? has that ability now. Nicole Clarion coming back into the game for Dakota Dodd. Okay. Dakota calm down just a little bit. Well, I'm sure we'll see her again here shortly. Looks like they're trying to get the ball to number 15, and they successfully do. They're on the Wise and Muscatine's half of the court here, but they're or, uh, on the Kyoto half. Little uh, interference, maybe a, a bump and foul or something. Number two, Izzy Kalupas checked into the game. Yeah. Well, we're like I said, we're going to need some substitutions because the girls can't go at this pace. All game long. Here's the ball into number 15 for Louisa Muscatine. Looking around. She's making some dribbles. Pass it over to 32. They're up at the top of the key looking for somebody to come open. She launches a three-pointer from way outside. Wow, just before the end of the quarter. I had no idea she was going to shoot that. Did you? I did not. No, she let it rain, and it, it caught nothing but cord. Uh, yeah, that, was a, that was the best shot all day long. There was a... Nothing but net, as they say on that one. That's a fact. What a first quarter to get this season started at home for Kyoto Eagles. And that's the end of the first quarter. The scores of Wise and Muscatine 13, uh, Kyoto 7. Uh, both teams actually look pretty good for periods of this first Yeah, round. you're absolutely right. It's a high-paced, get-up-and-down-the-court game. I think Louisa Muscatine maybe has a little size advantage. 
Uh, maybe see if they can exploit that in the second quarter here. Well, the second quarter is going to be brought to you by Eichelberger Farms of Wayland, Iowa. Eichelberger Farms is a huge supporter of high school sports, and we're very proud to have them as a sponsor. Absolutely, yeah. Great pork producing company, uh, one of many in southeast Iowa. I don't know how many jobs uh, they create in Wayland, but it seems like about half of them. Yeah, I would I would bet so. Yeah, that, that, uh, they're a great company, doing great work for America over there. Well, it looks like uh, uh, they've talked things over, and he's sending some new players out on the field. They, they maybe caught their breath a little bit. What do you think Kyoto needs to do to get back in this? I think we just need to take care of the ball a little bit more. You know, the girls need to settle in a little bit here, make some more cuts to the basket. Loiza Muscatine has the size, but I don't think they have the speed maybe to keep up with Kyoto. So freshen up some of those passes. Uh, get some good looks, cut to the basket, and try and get some easy layups. Do you feel like the pace of this game will eventually work the, the advantage back to Kyoto? You know, I think with the numbers on both sides, I think it might be a, a draw. As oh, far there's an the interception goes. by uh, number 12 of Louisa Muscatine, and she takes in for an easy basket, 13 to 7. The game's starting to stretch out a little bit here. Yeah, it's such a fundamental thing, just a clean, crisp pass, know where you want to go with the ball. Number two has it inside, there we back go. to 32. She's driving towards the hoop. She's getting a lot of defense back to number four. We're uh, still got 20 seconds left on the shot clock. 32 moves around. Uh, 24 is wide open. She's looking to take the ball to the basket, but uh, it's a little tied up. It looks like the ball goes off a Kyoto or a, a Wise Muscatine player. That's right. Yeah. So we got the ball under the hoop. We're getting some more substitutions. It looks like. Uh, Coach is doing exactly what we said, bringing a lot of fresh bodies in. Yeah, that's a luxury, like I said, you didn't have last year. Eliza Muscatine looks to be running a little 2-3 zone here. If uh, Kyoto can get the ball moved, get it maybe into a high post position. Right, ball's in uh, off of 24, but picked up by number 10. Number 4 on the outside. She's in three-point range, but she's getting defense like there's no tomorrow, and the girls took the ball from her, but it looks like uh, they tied it up. It's a jump ball. Just go to who's it go to? Looks like it goes to Wise uh, Muscatine. Yeah, so we'll we'll get it on the next jump ball. I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know all the rules, folks. So, <laughs> uh, but we're learning as we go. Uh, Andy McGuire is sitting here with me. Uh, he's he's providing the intelligent conversation. <laughs> I don't know about that, uh, Dave. I do. Number got can. the ball into number 33. They like to drive the ball straight to the foul. Oh, little uh, traveling, I think, or double dribble or something. She's crossed her legs up a little bit, but I, I think she was getting ready to take it right to the basket. We got a little break there. Yeah, we did. 15 to 7 is the score. Second period. Yeah, ball Grace comes Ponder. in. To, yep. And the ball into Kimberly Clarahan. Ball's over here. Uh, number 20 has it. She's on the left side of the top of the key. Over to number 24. Back to number 4. The ball's moving around. They move the ball around, but uh, uh, L&M's defense is forming. There's a shot. Oh, oh that was back close. To the rebound, put back. Put back. Out another. Bounds, Eliza Muscatine. Woo, Keep there's the some girls crashing uh, into each other down there. into each other, getting, trying to get after the ball. There's the, no, no lack of aggression here. The second quarter has been much more physical than the first quarter. I agree it? with you. It has. You know, maybe uh, wearing in a little bit here. Well, number 12 is trying to inbound the ball. She's got number 10. It's a shot is up. She'll got a good jump. Number four gets the rebound, but uh, slips away and goes out of bounds. L&M's ball. 
Well, I think L&M scores here. They're really going to take a commanding lead. It's going to be hard to, hard to come back. I think this so. This seems like a big key possession right here. Number 12, she's bouncing around. Oh, there's a, they're all over there's her. They're taking away from her. Oh, the ball bounces out of bounds again. But, boy, howdy, was the girls determined to get that ball. Yeah, you can see that they have active hands out here. They're playing really good defense at times. They just need to be able to sustain, get the ball into the paint. It looks get like they did up. get the ball back. They the did. Yeah, they the well, that that, that was uh, they they understood where the game was and they needed to do something, and you could see their sense of urgency there. Number twenty has the ball. Uh, it's uh, another another side ball should stay here. Uh, that that wherever the ball is, there's about twenty bodies slamming into each other. I think some of the half of the fans and the cheerleaders and uh, I think even maybe some of the band members were in on that play. <laughs> Yeah, almost drug the cheerleaders in. They're on the other side of the court, though. Well, here comes, uh, she takes the pass. 24, it's a shot up, three-point shot, rebounded by Eliza Muscatine. And here comes 33. They're living and dying with that three-point shot, but mostly dying. Yeah, got to watch extending that arm here, that number 33. She likes to extend that off. Number 10, number 33, she seems to be in there. Uh, she's trying to drive the ball. There's a, a nice lob pass in to number 41. Yep. If there's a girl on this court that's semi-dominating, it's that number 41. I agree with you. From Eliza Muscatine. She seems to be the biggest and most powerful player on the yep. court. She was on the block there pretty good. Just lost the handle on it. Oh, little timeout for a substitution there. They're having a substitute, too. Those girls are playing hard. Here comes the ball. Uh, number 10, Clarahan has the ball. Over to number 20. She's at the dribbles it to the top of the key. She's looking for somebody. Number 24. Is that somebody? Back to number four at the top. She's looking for somebody to get set up. They just cannot seem to get the ball inside. The ball's back to number 10, way in the back. We're down to 10 seconds. Here's a three-point shot. It's rebounded by Kyoto. Slapped away by Louisa Muscatine. They uh, they never seem to – they're in a hurry when they get the ball out front. Yeah. But other than that, they're pretty cool, calm, and collected. They use a lot more time off of the clock for each shot. Yeah, the Kyoto girls trying to put a little press on there whenever they can. Uh, Louisa Muscatine does struggle with it a little bit. When they get their half-court set – Well, here comes that number right 41 in. under the basket. Yeah, there she is. That's the key. That's what I do every time. Just push the ball to her. Yeah, that's the thing. They, we don't seem to have an answer for her, do we? No, that's the size. I mentioned it earlier. You know, we're lacking a bit in the size. We lost the senior last year in Taylor Kindred, you know, who was a, a presence in the center in the lane. And uh, we just don't have that. Well, here's the ball inside to number 12. Oh, she she gets the harm. She doesn't get the hoop, but she does. It looks yep. like she's going to shoot some free throws. Yeah, Nicole Clarion with a good strong move to the basket gets fouled. Be shooting here. I wouldn't say anybody's in foul trouble, do you, would you? No, not at all. You know, uh, what do we got here? I know. Uh, one, one foul on Hawaii's Muscatine. No fouls on Surprising considering how physical this game has been so far. Well, a couple Taylor substitutions here. Number 12, who's that? Number 12 is Nicole Clarion shooting the free throws. Okay, Nicole's a little short. Rebounded by Eliza Muscatine. There we go. Get a, what was the call there? 
think we just got it out of bounds on uh, Grace Conger for the Eagles here. Well, there were. There is a full court press going on. I can tell you that. Kyoto uh, gets the ball oh, and a blocking foul. It looked like she kind of tripped. Uh, that was an athletic move to get the ball. It was. It? You know, Kyoto's doing a good job getting pressure on the ball. Maybe getting some takeaways. They just need to be able to convert on those turnovers and get the ball in the basket. Yeah, there, there are some aspects of the game that Kyoto's doing well tonight, isn't it? Absolutely. It's just they either got to quit shooting these threes, start making them. Or finding some shot that they can make. Yeah, if we can get the ball up to the high post, maybe get that zone to collapse a little bit, get something running to the basket. There's a ball underneath the basket. Number 12, she gets it to the outside. Number 32, she's inside. Ah, and there's another foul. Yeah, we didn't have hardly any fouls, and now we got two quick ones. Who that foul was that 41 there? 41 fouled uh, Macy McDonald, number 32, senior shooting free throws. Is that 41? I wouldn't mind putting her on the bench with some fouls, but uh, she seems to be the unstoppable one so far. They're a little short, but she's got another shot. Here comes a whole bunch of substitutions. The Wise and Muscatine's got three, three new girls in. Looking for the first basket here, and she misses. And the Wise and Muscatine rebounds, and we got the ball here on the Wise and Muscatine side of the court now. 42 at the top, into four. Looks like 23, 21's open underneath. Uh, missed the shot. Rebounded by the Kyoto Eagle. Wide open look for number 21 for the Wise and Muscatine. I think it caught her off guard how open she was. I don't think she was, uh, when she got the ball, I don't think her feet were where she wanted to be. 32's moving the ball up to the top of the key. She gets the ball to number four, over to number 10. For Clarehan, one of the Clarehan girls, 32. Pass it right to Louisa Muscatine, who's on a fast break here. Number four is defending, and uh, there's the late. score. So it's uh, 19 to eight. She must have made one of those free throws. I didn't even notice. 32 has the ball. Over to four. They're always out, always right here in the three-point lane. Oh, there's another foul. The Wise and team's pretty aggressive. Also. Yeah, the refs are getting on to that, getting a little handsy. So the refs sent a couple of subs in here. And we have Izzy Kalupa coming in, Macy McDonald coming off, uh, Dakota Dodd, and Nicole Clarion coming off. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. the pace of this game is requiring a lot of substitution. That's right, yeah. Really young squad on the floor uh, here for the Eagles. Uh, what do we have here? A freshman and maybe four sophomores. Number 24 has the ball. Over to 22, out towards the out-of-bounds line. Number 20, 32 for Lesnar. Slapped the ball away. We got it back. Number four has it. She's on the outside in the three-point lane. We barely get inside the three-point lane. Number 22 has it at the top of the free-throw line. And back to number 10. Back to number 24, outside shot, no good. Eliza Muscatine has the ball, and it looks like the girl was fouled. Yeah, Ava took that second shot. I think she probably should have taken the first one she had, but, you know, it's a, it's a young group. Maybe learn from this, coach it up, take that first one when you have it, Ava. There's the ball, the trap here. Number four for the Wise and team. They get it to number 42. The ball's ahead to number 15. They're very close to the basket, but. Oh, just on the. Oh, Kyoto almost recovered that, but the ball went out of bounds. 
well, uh, we want to thank Physical Therapy Services of Kelowna, Iowa, for helping us produce this game tonight. Yeah, Amy Hayfley does an awesome job over there. If you have an acre of pain, go and see her. She'll get you fixed right up. Now, well, 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 she has some kids in this uh, school. She, she does, yeah. A boy and a girl, Chase, will be a, is a freshman this year. Might might get, uh, see some varsity playing time. Really good ball player. Uh, and then a daughter, uh, Cameron, and she's a little bit younger. But two, uh, two phenomenal athletes, and boy, do those two kids love the basketball court. Well, physical therapy is uh, very important. Uh, any, any, if you're going to recover from an injury, you're going to need some help. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know. That looks like another turnover, Louisa Muscatine. Well, uh, I'd just like to get two points here. I'd feel like we were almost back in the game, would you? I think so. You know, like I said, they just need to settle in. They need to get this ball moving around a little bit more crisply. Um, you know, get a, get that shot when it's open for you. Take it. You know, here we have Dakota standing at a high post. We really need to get that fed so she can kick it out to the open person. Well, the ball's right moving all around. Yep. Oh, that's the right idea. That's tried right to get idea. the ball underneath the basket, but it went off her hand. It went out. out uh, you know, I talked to – I remember talking to the uh, Columbus coach last year for the boys team, and uh, he said we just don't really have that go-to guy. We don't have that one, one guy to get the ball to, you know. And I thought about that, and I said, you know, if you don't have a uh, – uh, you ever seen a commercial where a guy says, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV? <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe you just need to pick some guy out in yeah, practice and just say, right. who wants the damn ball? You are the guy now. You know what yeah, I mean? You whether know. whether you are the got the talent or you ain't got the talent, yeah. I'll take the grit. That's exactly right. I mean, you have to have one, at least one leader on the floor at all times. Well, we are almost two minutes away from this half being over. The ball, Eliza Muscatine's inbound in the ball. Down here on the Kyoto side, uh, they get the ball into 42. This girl scored a bunch of points. Double teaming her. The defense, yep, here's the the defense the is again. everywhere, and they got it. Kyoto gets the ball back. Now, defensively, the girls are playing outstanding, aren't they? Yeah, here they comes are. Number they 10, are. if they could just get someone to get a shot, and it looks like she traveled. Yep. Well, it's. It's hard to the the wise of the teen girls are taller, and uh, uh, every time it's just they're always up in their face every time they try to square up and get a good shot. Yeah, that's right. You know, like I said earlier, the Kyoto girls are smaller. They're maybe a little bit quicker. They're really making hay with this uh, press. If we can convert that into points, you know, they they would this would be a much closer game. Nineteen to eight, still not out of reach. Here we go again. Well, they the are all over a full court press. They got the ball back underneath the basket. And uh, they got the ball taken away, but boy, they got the right attitude. Uh, I believe that's a foul on Grace, number four. Well, that's all right. That was a, a great play, and I thought she, you know, uh, not a very big girl, but boy, that was a physical play, wasn't it? They, yeah, they're aggressive. They're playing well in the half court on the defense down in the, in the trap, I should say. And, uh, we'll see what they can put together here. Well, we've got. Uh, just a few seconds left of this uh, this timeout before we get back to action. We are in the second quarter. I think there's about a minute left as uh, the Packwood Locker of Packwood Iowa. It's high school basketball here in Kyoto, Iowa. As uh, Andy McGuire and I are now known as the voice of the Kyoto Eagles. So that's how we prefer to be re uh, referred to from now on. And uh, I don't know about you, Andy, but I'm listing this first on my resume. I, I think you should, Dave. I, I, I would agree. Maybe it'll land you that big gig, you know, and uh, 
I thought this was the big game. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it is. You never know. Anyway, uh, it looks like Kyoto has the ball. Uh, they're inbounding it. It's on their, their towards their basket. So the ball's over to number 10. She's at the top of the key being double team. The basket's passed over 32, back to 10, back to 22, back to 32. She's got a shot, and it's there you go, Dave. There And that's a three-pointer. That's a three-pointer. That could give us some momentum. The score is 19 to 11. The Wiseman Muscatine on top. They're driving the ball, and there's another interception. Here comes Kyoto. They're trying to take the ball. Well, they're slowing it down. They're starting to fast. There's number two under the basket, back to 32. She shoots again. Oh, underneath the basket. Looks like Kyoto's got the ball back. There's a little fighting around. This is the physical bunch. It As is. the second half goes on, the second quarter goes on, yep. more and more physical play. Isn't yeah, it? you're absolutely right. Here we see Dakota Dodd, the freshman. She came out a little bit, a little bit, uh, you know, nervous. Ball number 10, three-pointer. And that's what I'm talking about. 50-some seconds left, 14 to 19. This is the game again. Here comes, she's open, and she's all by herself. Looks like that looked like a good place to foul there. Uh, number 22 came over and uh, got number uh, Wise Muscatine's number 32 spot before she shot. And I'm glad she did because she had a really good position on the basket. She did. You know, Dakota did a really nice job down here in the half court offense, being at the top of the key, being at the high post, feeding the ball out to the open girl, shot, knocked down the three, played some good defense, just a little mental lapse there. Yeah, you'll have that from freshman, but boy, oh, this drive. Oh, and it was She tried to inbound it. Number 10 got her hands on it, yep. and looks like it's back to Kyoto's ball. Wow, this is a great uh, momentum change for Kyoto, isn't it? Yeah, you can definitely feel it in the gym. You can There's tell that the girls are excited. 45 seconds left in the first half. The ball's over to number 20, back to number 10, over to 32, inside to 22, and taken away by 42. Of Louisa Muscatine, almost taken back by Kyoto. Oh, a double dribble here. There is a lot. There's the ball inside. Number 10's taking it right to the hoop. And she scores. That's the Galera we're gambling a little bit there and lost. Here comes number 10. There's 17 seconds left. Number 10 to number 20. Back to 10. Back to 20. Back to 10. They're trying to get the last shot off here. There's six seconds. There's five seconds. There's four seconds. There's three seconds. There's two seconds. There's no seconds. Oh! Yeah, buzzer beater. Oh, for two. Buzzer beater in our inaugural broadcast. Yeah, Taylor Garman with the bank is open right before halftime. Pull them within five. Well, this has been an exciting game, yeah, and I'm has, glad that – I showed up earlier and had no idea we were going to have a girls there game. There you go. Now you're an expert on Kyoto Eagles girls basketball. Well, I am going to try and get all my mistakes out in the first game and see how we, we are doing. We will be back with the second half. We may have run out of uh, a recording before we run out of a quarter there, but the, the game ended 43-39. Uh, very exciting last minutes if we, in case we didn't get it. We'll just let you know that it was very good. Very good. Uh, we're getting ready for the boys' game. We'll be back with that.